Buckle up your pant legs and zip up your hats and prepare to eat ice cream until you explode. It's time for Sounds About Light, a podcast currently about Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2. I'm Sam. I'm Drew. Got it memorized. Oh, God, you got me. <laughs> I mean, this... How do you like that fucking title? But, uh, I mean, do you, do you have it memorized, though? Yes. Okay, good. I have it written down. Oh, good. Somewhere okay. around here. That's helpful. Uh, oh. Oh, here it is. Uh, this says Drex? Yeah, that's right. You got it. That was me rubbing two cough drop ra- uh, wrappers together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back in January. Yeah. I didn't lie. That's No, you did not. Uh, I did get COVID, if anyone's wondering why this was so delayed, but I am fine. You just took a little detour into Castle Oblivion and had to sit in a pod for a little while. That's right. Uh, my, my somebody was getting his memories tinkered on, so I passed out for 20 days. (laughs) That's normal, though. And then obviously I forgot about the podcast because, uh, our memories were no longer linked, but I remembered again. And so we're, we're here. That's right. Do you, do you like that this video game is spelled 358 over two days, but it's pronounced 358 days over two. Do you like that? Well, I wasn't aware of it, and I don't like it. Okay, perfect. Got that on the record. Uh, yeah, we, we wa- okay, here's the thing. We watched the first, what, like a, like a third or so, I want to say, mm-hmm. of the 358 days over two, I'm just going to call it days, uh, movie, the cutscene movie mm-hmm. from the HD collection. I have also been watching somebody play the game, so if there's anything worth mentioning, I will mention it. I think I have written down, like, two things that happen in the game that are worth knowing. Okay, cool. Excited to learn those things. People people tell you that this game is worth playing. They are lying, but they will tell you that. <laughs> oh, really? I thought you said you thought this one was fun. <sighs> it's okay. It's fine. Okay. The thing is, this one is like... They kind of tried to take the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts and put it just straight up onto the Nintendo DS. Oh. And it it doesn't feel that good, and also it's very repetitive, which uh, Nomura Stans will tell you is thematically important. Uh, and maybe that's what he was going for, but <laughs> I... <laughs> Look, I love to be generous to Tetsuya Nomura and his intentions. <laughs> But that feels like a bridge too far for me. <laughs> yes, I. I mean, having a bad time as intended is still a bad time. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's probably the case. <laughs> but that's that's none of our business because we did watch the movie. Uh, yeah, we're we're meeting we're meeting the organization arguably before we're supposed to. We're getting to know all of these weirdos. I mean, not really. I feel like we don't really see everybody in the movie. Yeah, you most... I mean, you do see them all in a sick intro cutscene, but that's... Oh my god, the intro cutscene is good. It's a really good intro cutscene. Yeah. But you don't really spend that much time with very many of them. No, uh, because that's the thing. In the the game, Roxas is literally going on missions every day. I mean, not not all 358 of the days are represented in the game, but every day he goes on a mission... And sometimes it's with various members of the organization. And there's also co-op multiplayer where you can play as any of them. So we get to see a lot of them up close. You know, I think this must, this probably is the worst game because it's, you shouldn't ever get to play as Vexen. 
<laughs> I just by weird coincidence, I've been seeing a lot of stuff with Vexen's voice actor in it lately. I've been playing Persona Three because oh. that just came out on PC, okay. yeah. and every time I hear his voice, I just cringe. <laughs> I really like his voice actor too. I don't mean that as an insult. I just like that's the guy. I don't know if I could pull pull his voice back. I don't. I don't feel like Vexen's voice was that iconic or whatever, but maybe. Mm. Maybe I just... disagree, but also you didn't have to fight him 5,000 times. That's true. I didn't hear him go, like, have at you or whatever he says. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we get, we start with a, I just wrote an organization member. I don't know who said this. We get a, an opening narration. It's probably Zemnis. It's gotta be Zemnis. I can't believe I didn't write down who's talking. Yeah. But we hear about the, the pitiful heartless collecting the hearts. The rage of the Keyblade releases the hearts, and then the hearts gather in the darkness and come together and make kingdom hearts. Yeah, the rage of the Keyblade, huh? I didn't... The rage of the Keyblade. That was a concept that is new. (laughs) And, if I'm not mistaken, never explored again. (laughs) Okay. I don't know that that's ever come up since. Is that like a... I feel... That, to me, felt like a translation... Thing Maybe of we'll some kind. we'll definitely keep an eye on pissed off Keyblade Watch just in case. Yeah, <laughs> if Sora ever gets really mad, he, yeah. I mean, he, if you told him he didn't keep a promise or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we we learn in this opening narration that the goal of the nobodies in Organization Thirteen is to make Kingdom Hearts out of hearts by destroying Heartless and freeing the hearts so that they can have hearts. Yeah. And I actually understood that. I, I That was like, okay, cool. That's a clear goal. Yes. I will say, it. it is very funny <laughs> when you think about it from the perspective of all of the nobodies in the organization, and we don't really know this just yet, but it's not really a spoiler to say this. The nobodies in the organization, for the most part, turned themselves into nobodies on purpose, and then just immediately started working to undo it. Yeah, I mean, I guess because they're, like, scientists, sort of? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vexen definitely seems that... I mean, well, uh, uh, Xemnas is the perfect example of this, because he's uh, Ansem's heartless. Nobody. Fucking hell. (laughs) Yeah, it's... That is still bad and and so hard to keep track of in my head. (laughs) Ansem turned himself into a heartless on purpose. Right. And then his nobody equivalent immediately was like... Fuck, I need to become a person again. Why did I do that? <laughs> we'll get into Xemnas' motivations yeah. more eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, we get our first of one million billion scenes on the old clock tower in Twilight Town, uh, where it turns out that Axel and Roxas used to hang out there constantly. Yeah. I don't remember if there's ever a reason given for this. I guess it's just that Twilight Town is in the realm between and it's pretty close to where the organization headquarters is, so they just go there all the time after missions, I guess. Yeah, is, are the headquarters not just actually there or something? No. So, you I I think in this part you probably will have seen their headquarters a couple times. I have, yeah. Uh, it's called The World That Never Was, and yeah, it is also in the realm between. I think their castle is, like, right on the border between darkness and betweenness. Okay. Twilight Town is a little less so. Okay. So spatially, it's close enough, I guess, is the idea. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and then they eat ice cream. Yeah. They eat a lot of ice cream. 
tick. Yeah. <laughs> if we're making fun of Kingdom Hearts 2 for the amount of ice cream they eat, oh god. Right, yeah, no, there's way more in here. Um, and Axel, I think, asks if you've got it memorized twice in one scene. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I, this is another one of those things, I talked about this with um, with Chain of Memories, that mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff was written for a handheld game with no voice acting, and it sounds a little janky to hear out loud. I'm pretty sure this cutscene was actually voice acted in the first place. I think so, yeah. Uh, so we get, um, we get these, like, cool title cards of all of the, um, all the organization members with their, their names, their ranks, their titles, their abilities. Uh, interesting little note from the, uh, the DS version is that in the DS version on the bottom screen for each one, they would have a little bio for each of them. And, uh, we learned that, um, I, I hate saying all of their names in succession because it just sounds ridiculous, but here we go. We learned that Zigbar, Zaldan, Vex, and Lexius, and Zexion <laughs> are all founding members of the organization, whereas everyone after them was brought in afterwards. And we also learned that Saix is Xemnas's second-in-command. I don't think we really get that in the movie. No. But just keep keep that in your brain, because there is some... <laughs> A uh, huge significance to that that we'll get to later. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much all I have to say about the title sequence. I had a couple things. I think one thing I pulled out is that Xemnas, I think, had a like a Roman numeral one after his name, mm-hmm. which I was like, is that implying there's multiple Xemnases? Um, <laughs> which maybe I don't know. That could happen. In, in oh my Hearts. god, this is the first Zig, the first Xemnas, the second Zigbar, the third Zaldan. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've seen that you can, um, you know, lose your heart and then get it back, and then nobody still exists. So, what if you keep doing that? Hmm. Interesting. Um. So I don't know. Could be. Um. And my other notes are: I will never play Vexen. Um. And then Demix with a because with some big exclamation points because he played a sick. Well, you told me it was a sitar. I thought it was a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um. And then also... It, it's a sick guitar, or a sitar for short. Yeah, right. Sick guitar, or sitar. And then uh, Lemix controls time, which seems a little OP, if you ask me. Luke Sword. Oh. Was it Luke Sword? Okay. Luke Sword, yes. Who's, is there a Lemix? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, this is something that I find personally interesting, because... God, okay, no, I'm sorry. There's, there's so much I have to say about Luke Sword... Uh, but the one thing I'll say for now, and I'll hold off on the rest of it, the one thing I want to say for now is the way that his power over time manifests is so fucking funny, which is that whenever you have a boss fight against him, instead of health bars, you just have a bar that ticks down and it's called the time gauge. I'm pretty sure that's all that it means. Weird. I don't know that, I don't know that his power over time has ever really come up in any other way. My power over time is time continues to move while you fight me. <laughs> I can make time flow at the rate that it does. If Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen time not moving? Well, that's because of me, man. <laughs> you can't prove that I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, he actually has a really doofy British accent where he's like, uh, Would you like to play a card game? Oh, okay. That's better. The first to run out of time is the loser. I lose. 
Yeah, he's I what do they call him like the gambler of fate or some shit. <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah, that's worth talking about is that every character has a dorky as hell nickname slash title where it's like Zigbar, number two, the free shooter. <laughs> what? I wish I could remember more of them. They're all really, really silly. I think I think Vexens is like the cold genius. I think that's right. Yeah, we sh- we should look those up. <laughs> uh oh the one other thing that I want to say about all of this is that Zemnis is because they all have like an affinity Zemnis is is nothingness which I only bring up because there's so much of his dialogue that feels like he's winking at the camera where he's like nothing matters wink <laughs> Yeah he's he's he wants you to know about his gimmick he's very proud of it <laughs> And I'm like, I know, Zemnis, you're saying that you matter. I get it. Yeah. Well, it's just no one else is saying it. And you're starting to feel bad. <laughs> Except he can't because he has no heart. Oh, yeah. We start on a reminiscence on day 255. Uh, I think every single day has a title. We're not going to be saying them every time. But this one is Why the Sun Sets Red. And this is uh, my first apology of days because i made sure that we noted the thing with roxas holding up the blue crystal to the sun and i was like haha it's because axel's gonna tell him about why the sky is blue but that's not what happens sorry everybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess not i I made an important note of something completely unrelated that has no significance at all these games mess with your head uh but yeah, they they kind of rocks uh, uh, Axel. Fucking hell, it's so hard to use these names all at once. Yeah, too many X's. Axel's kind of teasing Roxas about how when he first showed up at the organization, he was he was like a zombie boy. He's got no no memories. He could he couldn't speak. He's just all, Ugh. and that's uh, that's kind of the basis of their friendship. Is and I hate to say it. I'll just get I'll just get this out of the way. A lot of people find days very very emotional and important, and I like Roxas and Axel's friendship in concept. I never feel like I'm really sold on it through what we see, and I feel like this is all they really have to offer us is Axel teasing Roxas about how he used to be kind of a zombie. Yeah, I mean, they eat a lot of ice cream and Axel continues to ask him if he has it memorized or not, and that's nice, but it's pretty surface as far as friendships go. Yeah, I, I, I wish I don't know. I maybe it's one of those things where, like in the game, there's just a lot more like meaningless dialogue between them that doesn't get put in here. But yeah, their their friendship, I like it. I wish that it was deeper. Yeah, but uh, Axel, Axel, uh, did you think this was a metaphor here, where Axel? explains that the sun sets red because red is the color of light that travels the furthest i didn't i thought it was kind of like a weird jojo's bizarre adventure thing where you just learn (laughs) you just learn a fact for a minute i i actually don't know but i wonder if that was maybe supposed to be a little a little reference to himself being ambitious perhaps oh i guess i could see that yeah i thought no i just thought we were getting sun facts and and roxas loves them but uh, Roxas wonders, where is she? And Axel has a, a pained expression. Who are they talking about? 
I know now, but I didn't at the time. <laughs> Where is Larkseen, our our third friend? Yeah, Larkseen. Oh, boy. <laughs> I sure hope I don't kill her someday. <laughs> Uh, we go back, we go back, back, back to day number seven, uh, where we meet the organization's 14th member, uh, and Xemnas introduces her as, uh, one of the Keyblades chosen. Seems like you really shouldn't have a 14th member in Organization 13. (laughs) I don't know, I don't remember if it comes up in the movie, but I think that if you, like, talk to, like, Maybe Zigbar in the lobby of the organization headquarters. I feel like there's someone who says stuff like that where they're like, 14 in an organization with 13 people? Okay. (laughs) I guess this is the video game. (laughs) Um, One thing I liked about this, I think Zenmus says something about how like another person to wear the coat. And I was really glad he called attention to the coats. I love I love that. It's like Game of Thrones, like, she's going to take the black. We've got a new person here to wear the coat. Yeah. Ah, man. Which is really funny, considering we already know. We already know from Diz at the end of Chain of Memories. It's not like this is their uniform. They just wear it because they go through dark tunnels. Yeah, it's it's very functional. And, I mean, did they invent them, I guess? Nope. Did Diz steal them from the organization? We believe me, we will get black coat origin lore someday. Oh, good. Oh, good. A, a little bit. I, I I will say I can't tell you who invented them, but we we will learn more about them. Okay. Why not? Why not? Um, Roxas has a little tutorial now. Uh, he goes out on his first mission. Uh, where if if God, this this game is hard to talk about. We started at day 255, but we're going all the way back. So now we're on day eight. We're going to be moving forward from here. Okay, great. Uh, Roxas is going on his first mission with Axel. And did th- I don't remember. Did the movie really make it clear what the missions entail? I think you're going around killing Heartless, right? Yes. So because Roxas is now one of two members with a Keyblade, uh, Yes. Basically, his missions are him being escorted around different Disney worlds from previous games. Uh, I guess from Kingdom Hearts 1, I should say. Oh, no, there's some from 2, actually, now that I think about it. But being escorted by different organization members around the Disney worlds to fight Heartless and Harvest Hearts. Is is Shion always with you, or no? No. Shion will start to join Roxas at some point. But early on, especially... I think I think it starts off with just Axel, and then you start going around with pretty much everybody. Okay, got it. Uh, there's a, a little uh, callback to Kingdom Hearts 2, where Axel is like, Roxas, do you remember your name? And he's like, that's a bad question. Why did you say my name in the question? <laughs> and he's like, okay, great. Do you remember our boss's name? And Roxas says, yeah, Xemnas. And Axel says, no way you'd ever forget his name, am I right? Yeah. Like, this leads to the thing I mentioned to you the other day, which is I'm starting to think that Axel can't remember anything, and he's asking people if they <laughs> he's asking people if they have it memorized all the time because he's just hoping they can tell he's hoping they can tell him stuff because he's forgetting everything. <laughs> just outsourcing his memories to everybody yeah. else. <laughs> Gotta memorize. It's not it's Please. not a it's not a catchphrase, it's a cry for help. <laughs> Got it memorized? I wish I could. <laughs> oh, uh, we also hear from Syx that number 14's name is Shion. 
X-I-O-N. Is this name Ion or is it Neo? I hope it's not Oin. <laughs> I'm I'm actually going to hold off on that one until later. Okay. All right. Uh oh we, well we've got shit we've got so many names. Uh Syx. I'm not going to go through them all at once but while we're talking about Syx, Isa. Isa. Okay. That one's fine. Yeah. Cool. Uh <laughs> any guesses what Zemnis is? Well, yeah, I know what that one is. It's it's Ansem with a sex man. Sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so they do their first mission, and Axel treats Roxas to some some ice cream on the clock tower. <laughs> I do like. I forgot about this. That Roxas like takes a bite of ice cream and he goes, "It's salty but sweet." And Axel's like, "You ate some the other day, and you said the exact same thing." Then <laughs> Roxas is like, "Oh, did I? I didn't know that." Yeah, it is. We it is weird that um, nobodies. I almost said heartless. Nobodies start out with. I guess there's like the, cause you, it does seem like hearts are related to memory and it seems like they have trouble with memories early on when they're new. Well, I thought we, uh, I don't remember if we get into this this time. Uh, all I'll say for now, and maybe it'll come up later this episode, but Roxas is a weird case as you could perhaps guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Roxas is, he's kind of a baby right now. His, his memories haven't really started forming. Right. Uh, but uh, he is going to be going out on missions every day. Uh, we we get a few days where Roxas just kind of like narrates what he learns each day. This is literally the the movie trying to <laughs> do a tutorial in it. But the gist of it is uh, he's going to be gathering hearts for Kingdom Hearts. And he doesn't really understand why or what that means. And join the club, Roxas. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know what a heart is. <laughs> and kind of in the context of this game, I'm not sure I always know what a heart is either. <laughs> um, another thing he asks is if, if is if he exists, which I always think is a stupid question because if you can ask that question, you clearly exist. But um, yeah, Roxas, have you ever heard of Descartes? Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I thought was funny is they're talking. He's like, we're all working together to complete Kingdom Hearts, which I like the idea that they're all pl- trying to beat Kingdom Hearts one, but they can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna platinum it, I swear. Yeah. Oh, Riku keeps beating us up on the beach, though. We'll never finish this game. We're trying to get to level 100 before leaving the Destiny Islands. <laughs> um, God. Oh, shit, what was I gonna say? Uh, Kingdom Hearts, 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 Light, Dark. Oh, yeah. That's something that I, I, I never really get what they're getting at, because they say this a lot, where it's like, nobody's, I think Diz says this, uh, nobody does not truly exist they say that a lot and i just don't get why they say it because they do i see them they're talking yeah. they're right there they're on my screen i can see them look at look there he is yeah there's 13 there's 14 of them now look at them they're running around hitting heartless with keys now they're eating ice cream look the ice cream's it's going somewhere yeah and again like i don't i mean yeah i guess it's maybe a definition problem of what they mean by exist <laughs> Maybe, maybe, I guess, maybe, I don't know, it's weird, because, like, I can understand why Diz would say that, if he's, like, a nobody doesn't truly exist, it's just sort of a an, an empty shell going through the motions of acting like it's a person, but inside, it doesn't feel anything, it's just, it's just following a set of behaviors that it thinks it should, but I just... 
I don't understand why the nobodies themselves would be like, we don't exist. Like, yeah, you fucking do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you clearly do. And you clearly also maybe have feelings sometimes. <laughs> well, this is, this is something, and we've probably addressed this before, yeah, but that's, that's going to be a big question mark on all the organization stuff is, do they actually not have feelings? And if, if so, or if, if they do have feelings, why do why do they keep saying they don't? Right. Uh we're we're now on day 14. Uh I think this is what we saw Oh no 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 no. At the end of Chain of Memories we saw uh Roxas in his people clothes, not in the coat. Uh but they do see the Twilight Town kids, Hainer Pence and Olette running around. I love that Roxas is like is that what normal kids are like? And Axel's like, yes, normal kids are stupid idiots who run around all the time. True. That's all they do is run. <laughs> uh, Axel is basically just like, don't think about it too much. Let's eat more ice cream. Why not? But God, it's weird though, because he's like, don't try to be like them. Let's go eat ice cream and laugh about stupid things. That's what they do, because we're friends. Just like how they're friends, so we're just like them. Yeah, um, well, this is just part of Axel's memory problems, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> Axel says, let's, let's meet up for ice cream again after our next mission, too, in case that wasn't obviously going to happen. Uh, we, we skip ahead to day 22, uh... Axel says that tomorrow he's going away on a mission to Castle Oblivion. Right. Yeah, so I guess this is the start of his murder spree. <laughs> That's right. He says, I hope I, I hope I don't have to kill anybody, and I hope that I return with our good friend Larkseen. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he, Roxas is kind of frustrated now because he feels like he's being kept in the dark about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of lying in Organization 13, or I guess omission. They're not the nicest group. No, no, no. Uh, Roxas, after Axel leaves, uh, finishes his ice cream and sees that the stick says winner on it. And I have a couple notes at this point from the game. (laughs) Point number one is we never find out in the movie what the winner stick is. Yeah, I had that question and I was assuming it was a gameplay thing and maybe not a story thing. It's... I would argue that it's neither. Oh. They they almost make it feel like there's intrigue behind it of like, what is that winner stick going to do? What will it do? What will it do? What will it represent? It's literally, if you get a popsicle stick with winner on it, you can take it back to the ice cream shop and they'll give you a free one. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> is, that, wait, is that a mechanic you can do in the game or it's just even... No. So in the game, uh, at the end of every day... Roxas summarizes the day in a diary, which is just sort of like an optional summary thing if you want to check back on what's happened up to that point. Mm, okay. And yeah, there's just one day at some point where Roxas is like, oh, after my mission, I asked the lady at the store what the winner stick is. And she said, I can exchange it for a free ice cream. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They gave that way more significance than it needed then. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't really know why the winner stick is so important. I guess... I guess it's supposed to sort of represent Roxas's loneliness that he's like, oh no, Axel is gone. I have a free ice cream, but what good is a free ice cream if there's no one for you to share it with, I guess? Maybe, yeah. Or, yeah, or just even 
Rock just doesn't understand stuff. <laughs> like maybe they they really do zoom on it and hold on it as if it's going to turn out in the end. Like you get a heart. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I was just I was assuming like yeah, you like got like a a sick new keyblade or something. Pizza party. Yeah, yeah. the pop. The, <laughs> you got the popsicle uh, keyblade. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, my other note from the game at this point is that if you come if you come back from the mission. And you just talk to all the nobodies in the in the lobby afterwards. You could talk to Luke Sword, who will who says, "What shall I do without half the poker league?" <laughs> oh, that wow! There's a lot of implications there that are very strange. Yeah, I mean, if I remember correctly, six members go to Castle Oblivion, which either means that the poker league is the entire organization. Or it's, like, a couple of them. I think it's funnier to imagine that it's literally all of them. Now. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's just that, for what, whatever reason, we're not getting the scenes where they play poker every night, too. <laughs> but they exclude Roxas, which is really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, while we're talking about him, would you like to know what Luke Sword's name is? Let me try to figure this one out. <sighs> okay, I need to write it down. <laughs> Luke Sword. It is... Nope, got nothing. Yeah, me neither, because we still don't fucking know. Wait, what? Don't know. That one never gets answered? Oh, I think it's going to get answered. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, oh, you mean like in Kingdom Hearts 4? Uh, possibly Missing Link, which is coming soon. Wow. How, how here's, a, here's a little, a little sneak preview of uh, future Crackpot Corners. I think that Luke Sword might be one of the most important characters in the entire series. That seems nuts. I, I agree, but yeah, we don't know who he is. I, I can't wait to find out. Oh, boy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. just the implications are, are hitting me, and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> the implications that this, I was going to say nobody, this seemingly very unimportant member of the organization not only is going to turn out to be very important, but also is going to stick around, huh? Yeah. Yep, he's still a huge question mark. Uh Day where where ooh I scrolled I lost my place uh, here we go uh, before Axel leaves he gets a message from Syx which Syx claims is from Zemnis but it's implied to be kind of ambiguous whether it really is or not uh, but Syx tells him that there are traitors at Castle Oblivion and it's Axel's job to dispose of them and Axel kind of questions like is that is that order really from Lord Zemnis and Syx doesn't answer. Yeah, I was like, well, you don't even want to like confirm that a little bit. You're just gonna go, just gonna go kill people on this guy's word. Okay, cool. Well, what I thought that kind of implied is that Axel knows that sometimes the orders that Syx gives him are not really from Zemnis, and he just doesn't care. Yeah, interesting. Seems like a bad. We know that Axel's up to some shit. That's true. Yeah, I guess he just thought they were convenient to him or something weird. Yeah. Uh. So the next day, Demix is sitting with Zigbar. I can tell you right now, we also don't know Demix's name. Is that because he's really important? I have a personal theory that he is maybe the most important character in all of Kingdom Hearts. No. But that's to talk about a long time no. from now. What? I How? I mean, I guess this is why I'm doing this podcast, because like, people <laughs> say stuff like that, and I go, well, I do want to know about that. Um it's it's the fact that he's 
It's the fact that we don't know his name yet, and that we know very, very, very little about him beyond that, even. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But those two members are the two that we don't know their names yet. Wow. We've also got Zigbar here. Brag. There, enjoy that. Okay, great. Something to hold on to. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I like that Shion is just, you know, she's also zombie mode right now. She's just standing behind them, staring at them silently. <laughs> yeah, my note was that she's kind of just like a goth Kyrie. Yeah, she kind of is. And uh, Demix is like, man, it sure is nice here without all the loud mouths around, which feels like a rude thing to say in front of Shion. But what what does she care, I guess, at this point? Yeah, yeah I guess so. I like I like that you're standing here and you don't know how to speak English yet. <laughs> uh, Zigbar calls Shion Poppet and Roxas Kiddo, so that's his vibe. This did make me look up what a poppet is. Uh-huh. Because I was like, well, I've heard that word and I actually don't know what it means. And it's a small figure of a human being used in sorcery and witchcraft. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. That actually maybe makes sense. I feel like I have heard other characters in other things call people Poppet, though. Me too, and I just never knew what it meant, and yeah. I guess that's what a Poppet is. <laughs> uh, Roxas... Oh, this is where he has his first mission with Shion, and at the end of the mission, she says his name, and he says, You can talk! <laughs> yeah, exciting. You can talk? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that. The most condescending thing you could possibly say to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we get a flashback here to the day that Zemnis like picked up Roxas and gave him his name. Yeah, I, yeah. It seemed really weird and out of place to put here, but yeah, we got that again. Well, as long as we're talking about Roxas's name, I guess. It. D- oh my god! Doesn't he like? float the letters of Sora in the air and then, like, slam an X into the middle or something. Well, that was at the beginning, too. They showed that during the beginning cutscene, and then it yeah, does yeah, it. Yeah, 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 they did. That's right. Then it does it again, yeah. Yeah. As if, like... My favorite if, part. As if you hadn't figured that out yet. Like... <laughs> a lot of people didn't, to be honest. That seems insane, but okay. I agree, but no offense if you didn't to anyone listening. Maybe some offense. <laughs> I guess unless you were a child at the time. If you're a child, that's fine. Uh, stop listening to this, but... Uh, I my favorite part of this scene though is just when we get the shot because Zemnis is in his robe with his hood up when we get the shot looking up at him and we see his little face <laughs> through the hood <laughs> we because we almost never see someone's face when they've got the hood on yeah it's really weird yeah because it kind of always seems like there's some magic on the hood to keep you from seeing the face or something but i guess no that's just them trying to keep secrets from the player yeah uh well speaking of hoods uh this is where the next morning uh shion takes off her hood for the first time and wishes roxas good luck on their mission today uh they fight a dark side together and roxas loses his keyblade but shion picks it up and kills the dark side with it yeah and they're both very surprised that she could do that, which is kind of weird considering that we already know that she's a Keyblade it's user. It's the first thing they said about her. Us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Roxas says, you've earned, guess what? You'll never guess. Oh, I, I, but I know the answer. It's ice cream. <laughs> it's ice cream. It's ice cream. It is, it's ice cream. You, you at home, uh, it's ice cream. 
it is ice cream i like that she she takes a bite of it and she says the exact same thing roxa said but the other way around where she goes it's sweet and salty yeah yeah this is what you say when you eat sea salt ice cream i haven't done it i probably will if i do it uh yeah roxas tells her about axel and how he always eats the ice cream with axel because they're friends and shiona's like could i be a friend and roxas says yes you will be a friend we will all eat ice cream together when axel gets back hey hey, sam i just thought of a new segment okay so after we do our Donald Duck impressions, <laughs> great. We eat it. We eat sea salt ice cream into our microphones until we're done. Okay, I don't have any. No, I know. Yeah, not. Yeah, just next time. <laughs> so wait, am I gonna for the hour and a half that we record? I'm gonna have a bowl of melting ice cream on my desk. Well, no, we gotta make them into popsicles, obviously. And oh, so I'll have a melting sea salt ice cream popsicle. Yeah, yeah, desk. yeah. And then at the end of the podcast, we eat the we eat it in silence, and every <laughs> and everybody and everybody wait in silence, so they won't even hear it. No, yeah, and everybody at home eats their eats theirs as well. <laughs> in celebration of recording, well done. Yeah, we're all friends, and we're all eating ice the icing cream. on the cake. Yeah, that's what Axel. I don't remember if we said that. That's what Axel calls it. Yep. Which is weird because it's ice cream. Axel, come on. Yeah. His brain is full of holes. This is so sad. I never realized before. It's it's real tragedy, yeah. Axel, it's the ice cream on the cake. Come on. Yeah. The segment, the ice, the ice cream on the desk. Ice cream on the desk. Okay, grab your ice cream. <laughs> uh, the next day, uh, Roxas asks Syx about the rumor that everybody at the castle died. Yeah, and Sayek says, "Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter." Yeah, we're organization like five now or whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so Roxas goes on a mission with Zigbar today, and at the end, he asks, "What happens when you destroy a heartless?" And Zigbar says, "Well, the heart goes, and it it becomes part of Kingdom Hearts." And Roxas says, "Well, what happens if you destroy a nobody?" And uh, Zigbar says, "Well, a nobody doesn't technically exist." So nothing happens. Everyone who... And I like that Zigbar just, like, gets straight to the point. He's like, yes, Roxas, everybody at Castle Oblivion is fully dead and they're not coming back. Which I feel like is a lie, but, you know, fine. <laughs> I mean, we know that Axel survived because we see him in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe maybe lie is not accurate, but I think maybe Zigbar's just wrong about this. I like that uh, he really doesn't seem too torn up about it, huh? No. Because <laughs> even when, when Roxas is like... So Axel's not coming back? And Sigbar's like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. I mean, they're that's kind of their whole thing. I love Sigbar. He he really is a shithead. Yeah, he seems great. Yeah. Uh, he goes back to the castle. Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't talked about this so far. When you do a mission in the game, I don't I doubt that it ever comes up in the movie. When you do a mission in the game. At the end, it always says the same thing, which is once you've cleared the goal, it says RTC authorized. And RTC is a term that they use constantly, which means return to castle. Great. And they they use it like it's military jargon, where they'll be like, all right, Roxas, we've, we've finished, we've got our target, we're clear to RTC. They say it all the time. It's really, really dorky. 
Oh, Call of Duty was very popular at this time, and still. <laughs> so apparently, it is based on real uh, uh, jargon, which is RTB, Return to Base. But that doesn't make it less embarrassing when they say. Yeah, this it. isn't fucking Metal Gear. I don't like. <laughs> no, I, I'd say it's arguably more embarrassing knowing that it's based on real military jargon. Come to think of it, yeah, for sure. It... Uh, so Zigbar RTCs, <laughs> good. Uh. But Roxas, he RTGs, which is returning to ground, because he falls over. Right. Uh, he gets... Does he... Uh, what happens here? Does he have a vision of... I don't remember what... I, I wrote that he sees Axel Shiona Namine, but I don't really remember what I meant by that. Unfortunately, I watched this video a week ago, and my notes just say, did Roxas's heart just grow three sizes? So that doesn't help me. <laughs> that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> I think I think he just pictures them as he's falling over. I don't I don't think I don't think that they're like together. No, or anything. I think that's right. Uh, oh, oh, never mind. Okay, no, my note does say. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering if he went into a coma. Is that like when Sora comes back or something? I was wondering what was going on there. Um, shit. I had the timeline. I think I'll have a note when it matters. Mm-hmm. I think that this is, like, when Sora enters Castle Oblivion. That's what I was wondering if that's, yeah, like, because then they're connected again or something. Yeah, because there, there is a canonical timeline. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, here, I have it I have it here in a second. Um, The next day, it's day 27, uh, for the record. Uh, this is where we see, once again, uh, Roxas's dream that we saw at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2, where he meets Xemnas at the Dark Margin. Uh, we get the classic... Who are you? I'm all that's left. Maybe I'm all there ever was. I meant your name. Uh, but there's a little bit of new stuff here. Uh, Xemnas tells Roxas, uh, you've been with us for six days now. The time has come. And then he takes off his hood and he says something, but we don't hear what he says because Nomura loves to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this is where we see that Roxas is unconscious in his bed. I guess Zigbar was wondering what was taking him so long and popped back to Agrabah. Right. I don't think I mentioned that they were in Agrabah. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, yeah. I mean... Uh, but yeah, they they retrieved Roxas. They art they are him TC, and they put him in his bed, and he is unconscious. Uh, Xemnas is talking to Syx. He's like, oh, do, is he ever going to wake up? Syx says, well, he'll wake up if the hero loses all of his memories. This is where... I wrote down, Nomura has given us an official timeline. This is where Namine starts messing with Sora's memory. So Sora's in the castle. He's starting to lose his memories. And that has a weird, unintended side effect of knocking Roxas unconscious. Right. Uh, the timeline also canonically tells us how long Sora spent in Castle Oblivion, which is a whopping 25 days. Yeah, that seems crazy. But... Um... It doesn't seem like it'd be that long. Time gets very weird in these games, you'll find. Yes. But also, maybe they were, maybe they legitimately just spent 25 days in the castle. Uh, just going into Wonderland and eating whatever fruit they find on the trees. <laughs> shrinking and growing. Yeah. In fake Wonderland, but yeah. Right. <laughs> eating memories of food. Yeah. Going to... Going to Twilight Town and eating memories of sea salt ice cream every day. God. It's good for you if it's a memory. Maybe. Yeah. I <laughs> I mean, I'm not, you know, 
I'm not even really sure what the nature of people are in this universe. So maybe who knows if they even have calories. <laughs> uh, Syx, meanwhile, tells Xemnas that it's okay if Roxas is in a coma because Shion can use the Keyblade so she can harvest hearts on his behalf. Uh, are you playing as Shion here for a while? Is that what's happening? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think it does just skip ahead. I don't think we play as Shion. Oh, okay. It just skips ahead to day forty nine. Uh, Shion uh visits Roxas, which it turns out she's been doing every day after her missions. Uh, she says, "I just went to the most beautiful world, and hopefully next time you can come with me." And she puts something down next to his bed and leaves. And we see that she's been bringing him seashells every day after her missions. And did you recognize the one that she just gave him? I didn't. No. It is a Thalassa shell oh, from the Destiny Islands. Okay. Ah, the same ones that uh, Kyrie was gathering. Got it. Okay. Uh, Roxas kind of starts to wake up a little, and we see him having a little blurry vision of Sora going to sleep in the pod because Chain of Memories is over. And Roxas wakes up on day 50. So it's like he wakes up because Sora's asleep. Exactly. Got it. Uh, and he wakes up uh, to the sound of Kyrie, voiced by Hayden Panettiere, all the way back in Kingdom Hearts 1. Her first line, I knew I'd find you snoozing down here, wakes Roxas up. But nobody's actually there. Nope. As funny as it would have been if Kyrie was just standing over him. <laughs> I knew I'd find you snoozing down here. Who are you, and how did I get here also? Please help. <laughs> that would just be a nominee, though, if if that's what was going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he, he goes out into the main hall, but nobody's there. He just goes to the clock tower, I guess. Right. Why not? It's his favorite place. He hasn't he, had seashell ice cream in weeks, okay? <laughs> He's dying. Yeah. I think at a certain point in my notes, I literally stopped writing down that they were on the clock tower with ice cream. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, but Shion finds him, and Roxas says that he feels like a zombie, and they laugh, and that's the way that people become friends in this group. Yep. Uh, she gives him another seashell and tells him to hold it to its his ear. And he hears the sound of the waves, and he closes his eyes, and he sees a little vision of Sora and Kyrie on the beach. I thought it was really cowardly of them to not have a little crab pinch his ear. <laughs> As always. Yeah. It's what should happen. Uh, it's what should happen when a, someone holds up a, a shell to their ear. Here's a little fun fact. And that probably would have happened if there were Disney characters in this game. I, I mean, I guess there are in the actual game, but I don't think any of them appear in the movie. Here's a fun fact. Uh, Namine's name means Sound of the Waves. Huh. Ah. I guess Nomura just loves his beach vibes, I guess. He really does. <laughs> uh, the next day, Roxas goes to the clock tower, but nobody else is there. I don't know what the significance of that is supposed to be. <laughs> Maybe it makes sense in the game. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> on the On the lower screen, it says, like, this is important because... I can't finish that sentence because I don't know what yeah, it says. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we skip ahead. It's day 71 now, and Roxas is doing his missions, and uh, Axel bumps into him. And Roxas is like, oh my god, Axel, I was so worried about you that you were dead. And Axel says, no, you weren't. Right. You can't. Yeah, because you don't feel anything. Uh, they go eat ice cream on the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> 
the the muscles used in my voice to say those words are going to get burned out over the course <laughs> of this game. You can only say it so many times in a lifetime. They go to the... But Axel says that he hasn't actually reported back to Xemnas yet. He hasn't RTC'd. I think in the game, I think he actually does say that he has not yet RTC'd. Good. <laughs> they cut that for the, for the movie. Uh, he says he needed time to sort out his feelings... I actually don't know if that's if that's him being ironic or if this is him referencing the fact that he's kind of starting to get feelings because he said that in Chain of Memories, right? Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I'm kind of I'm enjoying this." Yeah, which was a big clue. Yeah, so I think I think that that is actually a callback to that. I think that we are seeing that Axel is starting to starting to feel stuff since he met Sora. Got it. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, they have a little laugh at that. Uh, because Axel's a zombie and such. Uh, I like that Roxas tells Axel that he's friends with Shio now and that he's bringing her up here too, and Axel's like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, it's like, I didn't... That's not... This is, this is our thing. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, and pretty soon, us and all of our listeners thing. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, he's like, yeah, I promised that we'd all three of us have ice cream together. Uh, cool. Oh, oh. That seems really fun for me. Oh, did you? To get to hang out with Shion. Yeah. I started bringing Shion up here, and I, I dressed her like you, and I gave her ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> she could say my name now, Axel. Yeah. She's, she's great. She's got it memorized. <laughs> Roxas, Roxas. <laughs> See, look how cool she is. Yeah. I love Shion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, have, I mean... Jesus, we really again as as much as I feel like they don't sell Axel and Roxas's friendship that well. In my opinion, I know a lot of people would disagree with that. Like, I mean, I guess it's been weeks since since the time skip now, but like, Shion has said and done very little, at least in the movie. Yeah, she saved his life but one time. That's true, and they're best buds now. Um, yep. So the next day, Syax asks Axel, wow, I said that, why he didn't RTC. And he's also like, oh, what happened to Naminé? Uh Just as a little refresher, because the timeline can be a little hard to follow here. Um, he is not referring to Naminé escaping from the room in the castle uh, where Marluxia was keeping her. Uh, at some point after the end of the game. Oh, and this is worth bringing up here because I completely, I completely fucked this at the end of Chain of Memories. Um one of the last things that we see at the end of Chain of Memories, Axel bumps into Riku Replica. Or, no, sorry, that's at the end of Sora's, Sora's story. At the end of Chain of Memories, Axel is still in the castle. Right. Naminé and Diz are sort of guarding Sora's pod. I mentioned there was a part where Mickey and Riku are walking together, and Riku, like, stumbles. I... I completely failed to put together what was happening there. That moment was Riku basically realizing that he's actually like, he's like, Oh, I I haven't really shaken off the darkness. Like I'm still, I'm still weak from the darkness, which is why he then goes back to Diz and Namine. Oh yeah. I, I was really, I really dropped the ball on that one. Yes. Riku goes back to Diz and Naminé because he believes that Diz can help him become strong against the darkness is what happened there. Got it. Okay. All right. So this is us finding out 
that at some point after that, Naminé and Diz and Riku all left the castle. And Saix is asking Axel, how the hell did that happen? How did she get away? Uh, and Axel says, I don't know. Yeah, not, not, Which, not my job. Probably true. Yeah. Uh, Saix asks if, if he checked every room and Axel says that's impossible in Castle Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> it's apparently very big. Apparently you can spend 25 days running around in there. It is very big. And this is interesting, though, because... If we didn't know better, we would think that this was a callback to how you lose your memories in the castle, but that's not actually a thing. Uh, and Saix here says, did you find the chamber? And Axel says, if I had, I would have told you. So the organization are looking for something in Castle Oblivion. I'm assuming it's the chamber Sora's in? No, because if, if that was what he was talking about, then... I guess he he would have already known that he didn't find the chamber because Namine got away. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they're they're looking for something in Castle Oblivion. Uh and I think I think yeah, like like you said, there's there's just a lot of rooms. Yeah. And it's it's hard to really go through the castle in the way that you would need to to find the chamber. So more on Castle Oblivion eventually. Okay. Uh but uh <laughs> Axel is like you did a great job, Saix, figuring out that Marluxia was a traitor. And Saix is like, oh, I didn't really do that. I literally just rounded up everybody who was in my way and I sent them to the castle for you to kill them all. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, Marluxia actually was a traitor? Oh, cool. Well, hey. Yeah. We got Lucky him. Lucky me. Yeah. Uh, this is worth noting because I mentioned earlier that the the title or the the intros to each of the nobodies in the DS says that Saix is second in command. Uh, and this, this is another, another moment where you, you kind of have to wonder why he is because in, in the numbers, which supposedly are their ranks, Vexia, Vexin, Lexius and Zexion all outrank him. Right. But we know, we know that he's second in command. I didn't know that when I was writing this in my notes, cause I hadn't seen it in the DS yet, but, uh, I guess it's, if nothing else, it's worth wondering, why is Saix, who I think is number seven, why is he second in command instead of Zigbar? Just something to consider. He's, he's a, the biggest jerk. <laughs> he's the rudest man. Yeah. Uh, so Axel, uh, <laughs> this is rough. Axel's like, were you also hoping that I would die at Castle Oblivion? And Saix just doesn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And Axel's like, oh, I killed Zexion, by the way. And Saix just leaves. Yep. <laughs> Didn't, doesn't care. Uh, Axel, he looks up at... Oh, I'm curious. Did you know that this was Kingdom Hearts, what we see here? My notes actually say, like... I saw there's the big moon heart, and that there's a, they have notes say big moon heart. And then yes, late there is a big heart-shaped moon in the sky. That is Kingdom Hearts. And then later on, I was like, is this the fake Kingdom Hearts? And then it was clear that it was Kingdom Hearts. Okay, fine. Yes, this is when they're harvesting all the hearts from the Heartless. This is where the hearts go to Kingdom Hearts. Heart, 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 heart. Although you mentioned something to me in an earlier podcast that there's a fake oh, Kingdom Hearts. Is this the fake? Is this fake Kingdom Hearts or is this real Kingdom Hearts? Uh, I will say... It, it was never a fake Kingdom Hearts. It's an artificial Kingdom Hearts. Oh, because it's not held in that weird room between darkness and light. Yeah, I guess what I would say to that, and it's still... This is one of the more, like, arcane things about the Kingdom Hearts lore, 
parentheses series, not object, whatever the fuck Kingdom Hearts is. There are ways, canonically, that a quote-unquote true Kingdom Hearts is summoned. So basically what is happening is that Xemnas is trying to, like, force a Kingdom Hearts into existence. Okay. What does that really mean? I don't fucking know. Right, because we don't really actually know what it means to have a Kingdom Heart. Not really, no. It's just it's just like a there's a bunch of hearts in one place, and something happens then. My best guess is that if you make one of them moon hearts in the sky, whether it's an artificial one or a true Kingdom Hearts... There's some way to, like, interact with it, maybe go inside of it, Mm -hmm. maybe, and if you do that, it grants you immense power, control, knowledge, something. That's my best guess. We we don't really know yet. Well, it's pretty clear that they don't actually know either, because fucking Ansem thought it was going to give him power, and instead it smoked him, so. Yeah, yeah. It it truly, truly (laughs) did smoke him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts as a concept is still fairly mysterious, and I honestly don't know if I expect to ever really get into what it is and what it does. It might be one of those things that it's better left mysterious, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Axel looks up at Kingdom Hearts in the sky and he says to himself, I moved things along just the way you wanted, at least for now. I assume he's talking to Saix. But maybe he's talking to Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I, yeah, I assumed you stopped to Saix, but I, I guess I don't know. Uh, oh, this is where in my notes I literally just started uh, writing ice cream. <laughs> that means they're eating ice cream on the clock tower in Twilight Town, for short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was this the one, though, where there was the really weird continuity error? No, that is coming up soon, okay, though. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, I think that's the next one, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, but Axel and Roxas are eating together, and uh, Roxas notes that Axel seems more upbeat than usual, and Axel's like, hmm, maybe maybe he rubbed off on me while I was in Castle Oblivion, and Roxas says, what? And he says, huh, what? Sorry? <laughs> Who? N- nothing. yeah. I mean, Arts. is this because Roxas isn't supposed to know about Sora, or Axel's trying to spare Roxas's feelings? Um, or- I think it's a combination of both. Okay. I think Roxas is supposed to be kept in the dark, and Axel probably doesn't want to confuse him and, and upset him. Okay, got it. Uh, day 74. Okay, this this was such a confusing moment. Uh, in the movie, I can explain what was going on here uh, in the game. So what is happening here, in fact, Roxas in the, on the clock tower just now, he like wonders, where's Shion? Mm-hmm. When is she going to join us after a mission? This is really, really unclear from the movie. Shion is missing right now. Oh, okay. On day 74, Roxas and Axel's mission is to go find her. And it's actually kind of bananas what happens here because and this is completely cut from the movie roxas like meets hainer pence and olette in real life here oh and talks to them at length specifically pence because roxas is is trying to find what happened to shion where could where she could be has anyone seen her in twilight town and pence tells him about the fucking seven wonders and 
Roxas is investigating them, wondering if Shion might have anything to do with any of them. And then Pence and Roxas, like, investigate the weird noises in the tunnels together. And Pence, like, gives Roxas a quiz on Twilight Town. What the fuck? It's really weird how much they talk to each other in this. That's really bizarre. I can see why they cut it from the movie, because it's very confusing, and I I don't think it matters. I don't think we, that we should consider it canon. But ultimately what happens is they learn that Shion was on a mission in Twilight Town to hunt down a big boss Heartless, which is the same type of chameleon Heartless that crucified Clayton. Oh, okay. And what that means is she has been hunting it for days now because she literally can't find it because it blends in well yeah true that is that is what it does so you track down this chameleon heartless outside of the mansion and this is where we pick up (laughs) where the movie uh it throws us into this which is Shion just running at a big chameleon heartless and Roxas inexplicably yelling at her and distracting her and almost getting her killed. <laughs> right, yes, yeah, that was very... Very conf- confusing when you don't know why this is happening. Yeah, I, I kind of thought she died. <laughs> but yes, what this was Roxas going, oh, there you are, Shion, and Shion's like, Roxas? Clobbered, dead, crucified. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I appreciate this context. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's very confusing. Uh, but Roxas and Axel beat the, the Heartless together, and then they ice cream. This is where what you were referencing, whenever we see Shion and Roxas on screen together, just the two of them, her hood is off and we see her face. Yes. Whenever the three of them are on screen together, her hood is on. Yeah, it was very... I assume this was like just a mistake no what no this is in the game too okay but is it just a like it's on purpose this this actually had a meaning yes uh all i will say is roxas sees shion differently to everyone else oh i won't elaborate on that right now we we will get more of an explanation it (laughs) it is very funny because it does look like a mistake, and it doesn't help that when the hood is up, she has the low-poly, like, pixel mouth stamped onto her head. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it it does look like they just fucked up, but no, this is this is a little a little mystery for us. Why is it that Axel doesn't see her with her hood off the way that Roxas does? Oh, that's fucking weird. Yes, it is weird. Ponder that until next time. I- uh what else is happening here? They're eating ice cream. Ice cream, ice cream. Uh, oh, Roxas asks Shion, why, why, why are you so down? What's the matter? She says, well, uh, since you last saw me, I lost my ability to use the Keyblade, which means that I can't do my job. If I can't get the hearts from the Heartless, I'm useless to the organization. And if Xemnas finds out, he'll turn me into a Dusk, which is a thing that we keep referencing that apparently he can do. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Or it's just a threat that he lies about being able to do. Right. (laughs) There is stuff like that, yeah. I brought you into this world, and I can take you out of it. (laughs) Uh, 
She also says that if you defeat a Heartless without the Keyblade, the heart just goes into another Heartless, which I don't think we knew. Yeah, I don't think we knew that, but very interesting. Yeah, I guess that's lore, maybe? I don't know. So, does that um, does that mean, like, the rest of the fucking nobody's, like, can't help at all? I think that is why there's always a nobody escorting Roxas, because I think, yes, I'm pretty sure that they actually can't contribute anything on their own. <laughs> so everyone else's mission is basically enable Roxas and Shion to get hearts. That's really funny. <laughs> yes. I mean, they also have other shit going on. Vexen was doing all of his stuff at the castle and such, but... Right, yeah. Yeah, in in terms of their missions that they do with Roxas and Shion, yes, they are literally just escorts. <laughs> okay. Um, but Axel has a brilliant idea here, despite his Swiss cheese brain, which is, if they just get... It if they just arrange it so that Roxas and Shion do all their missions together, and they continue getting the same number of hearts every day, nobody will know that Shion has lost her Keyblade, and that it's actually just Roxas gathering twice as many hearts on his own. Yeah, there's not a lot of oversight in Organization 13, apparently, so, great. No, I, I don't remember if... I think that it's cut from the movie, but there is a scene... Where Axel has to, like, convince Saix that that's a good idea. Hmm. Where he's like, yeah, what if they if they do all their missions together, then the rest of us don't have to waste time babysitting them. And Saix is like, hmm, all right. Hmm. All right. That's, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have to watch that scene because it doesn't sound like it matters, but yeah. <laughs> no, it only, it only matters in terms of the person in charge of making these decisions did think that it was stupid. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Roxas is going to be pulling double duty. I bet that's really fun to play in the video game. Yeah. Uh, but he has no hesitation. He's like, of course, Shion, we're friends. I'll do it. Absolutely. Uh, and Shion says, oh, Axel, are you my friend too? And Axel, I would say very reasonably, gets really awkward at that. Yeah. It's a weird question. He's like, that's a that's a hell of a thing to say. But I mean, yeah, if you're friends with Roxas, then sure, I guess we're friends. And then... Did you notice, after he says that, her hood is off for the rest of it, even when Axel is looking at her? I didn't notice that. Mmm. Okay. All right. Day 75, ice cream time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Shion asks Axel and Roxas, uh, what's the difference between friends and best friends? And Axel says, <laughs> this is a very weird scene, because Axel is like, huh, well... I guess best friends are just like friends, but even more. And Shion's like, wow, you're really smart, Axel. How do you know that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't have a best friend. <laughs> I'm just talking out of my ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird scene in general. Yeah, and that's the whole scene. Yeah. So. Yeah, doesn't he say they're plain friends? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think he's like, best friends are like plain friends, but better or something like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. And meanwhile, all of the Kingdom Hearts fans who are really invested in, in this trio are, like, weeping at this scene. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I can't either. I, I truly, I mean no offense to anyone who's really invested in these three. I feel like it's one of the biggest, like, things in Kingdom Hearts as a whole that just never really completely worked for me. But it's 
fine. It's not that it doesn't work for me. It's just that it's very surface, you know? Like, it's it's yeah. not bad. It's just not well-developed yet. Yeah. And, you know, it. they are... The three of them are friends for a full year by the end of the game, basically. 358, which is almost... It's one one week less than a full year. Hmm, I wonder if that week is the week that he is in a simulation in Kingdom Hearts 2, I wonder. Hmm. hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's... As of right now, and maybe maybe we'll get further in and it'll feel more like a real friendship. I guess it's also probably stunted by the fact that two of them are memoryless weirdos and one of them is literally has no heart. I guess they're doing the best they can with the tools they've got. Totally. Yeah. I mean, just, it just doesn't make the it any better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we skip ahead to day 94. Uh, the organization are all, like, standing on top of the castle, looking at Kingdom Hearts up in the sky, and Xemnas says, the time has arrived, which I, I honestly don't know what the fuck he's talking about, because they're gonna continue gathering hearts for another, like, 200-and-something days. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good point. He said, the time has arrived, I was like, I- what <laughs> for what to look at kingdom hearts on on top of the on the roof yeah, i don't know this is the day we look at the kingdom hearts <laughs> the time has arrived we're all ready for the poker tournament after this now that would but, be my thing that i would be really into but first we have to look at good luck kingdom hearts <laughs> that'd be uh, a thing that calls, i cry about and and love is the poker he calls tournament. it uh he calls it the promise of a new world he reminds them what their goal is, which is to conquer the heart and claim it as their own. Uh, we get a we get a panning shot across the organization, and I do want to point something out here, and I don't know if you will have caught it, because I didn't ever think about it until I was watching it here. Uh, Zigbar and Saix have some facial features in common. They both have scars, they both have yellow eyes, and they both have pointy ears. Hmm. Xemnas also has yellow eyes and pointy ears. Yeah, I had noticed that. I never really thought about it until now, but I'm, I'm writing that down. Keep an eye on that. Okay, will do. Uh, ice cream. Ice cream. Unless you have anything to say about the roof scene. Um, I don't think so. Oh, you know, I guess the main thing... Oh, yeah, I got one thing to say about it, which is it doesn't seem like the thing they're doing is all that bad. Well, that's that's a very interesting point, and we will definitely come back to that, because, yeah, what we're seeing them do is they're hunting Heartless to try to get hearts for themselves. Yeah, right. Not, yeah, they're hunting not to they're... steal hearts for themselves. They're freeing hearts from the Heartless, and they're going to get their own hearts. Yeah, that doesn't... Is that so bad? It doesn't seem bad. I mean, unless... Unless them using that those hearts to make hearts keeps, like, other people from getting their hearts back. But, uh, you know, those people seem pretty dead, so I don't know. Well, uh, what I will say to that is uh, a lot of the stuff that they're doing here, we are seeing from their perspective. Okay. Which is uh, a lot more friendly to their own actions because they're themselves. Right. Perhaps over the course of Kingdom Hearts 2, we will see how Sora feels about the things that they're up to. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Ice cream time. Uh, I don't I don't know if this scene actually... Well, yeah, okay. I, I was going to skip it, actually, but Roxas is like, is this, all, is this all worth it? 
what's what's really the point? And Axel says, well, if we complete Kingdom Hearts, we'll all get hearts of our own. And Roxas says, does that really matter? Which I would say is a very reasonable question from his perspective, because as far as he could tell, he already has feelings anyway. Yeah, d- yeah, it's just like, did, what is the point of any of this? But sure. <laughs> Uh, perhaps one might argue that they are using him and they don't actually care if he cares about making Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, the next day... God, that means that they got ice cream after the roof meeting. That's... They are just going out of their way to sit on that fucking tower. Can they eat the ice cream in the office? Do they have a freezer? Uh, it's just not the same, you know? You have to ask Vexen to cool it, to to get the ice cream ready. It's just not worth it. Yeah, because you think have to talk. Oh, to- also, he's dead. I forgot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was to say you have to talk to Vexen then, but yeah, that's probably a bigger deal that he's not around <laughs> Never mind, anymore. That's right. He is dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they all. Oh, this is this is interesting for something you were asking about earlier because uh, it's ice cream time as always. <laughs> And Roxas and Shion are asking Axel about how everyone in the organization seems to have their own unique skills. We got the Keyblade, you got your fire powers and all that. And Axel says, well, it's because we all have memories of our pasts. And Roxas and Shion are like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, that does seem like a pretty big deal. I I do like that up to this point, because nobody had mentioned it, they were all just assuming that they all had memories. Or that none of them had memories, rather. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I kind of assumed that they wouldn't. But yeah, no, Axel, he remembers he remembers everything up to when he became a nobody. Uh hilariously, uh Roxas asks Axel what his what he was like before this and he's like, I don't know, this. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's that's what we were talking about before about why are the other or, or uh what what Diz was saying about nobodies and how they don't have emotions, they just act like they do because they just remember who they were before, so they just act the same as they used to, basically, is the idea. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Axel's like, yes, before I was a nobody, I loved to eat ice cream on this clock tower. I might not feel the urge to eat ice cream on a clock tower, but I know it's what I would be doing, so I'm going to do it every day. Every day. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, and Roxas, Roxas wonders to himself. Oh, and Axel also, he calls his old memories baggage, which I don't, I don't know that that necessarily has any immediate significance, but if nothing else, it, uh, it implies some stuff about the nobodies of the organization. They seem to, uh, it's weird though, because they, they want their hearts back. Yeah. But they think of their pasts as baggage. I guess it's just Axel. I guess he personally feels like his memories don't really help him with anything. Well, it seems like he was maybe a good guy, and now he's going around murdering people. So maybe that isn't very helpful for his yeah, job. Yeah, it could be. I, don't I know. guess in that sense, it's like, I'm I'm a nobody now. I have no memories, or I, I have no emotions, but I remember... That I didn't used to be a, a an assassin who killed my friends. Yeah, that could be that. Yeah. So just thinking back to who I used to be is kind of annoying. Because it just makes me think about how I've changed, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm satisfied with that. All right. Got it satisfied? 
Now that's a catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> that makes your friends very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Roxas wonders uh, who he was before all of this. Uh, and the last thing we see is that uh, Diz and Namine arrive at the mansion. Yeah. Diz and his best friend Namine that he's really and nice he, to. And he gets to work coding a full <laughs> pixel perfect simulation of the town. Namine, we have to do the game jam. <laughs> oh, God. What a horrible thought. <laughs> We have one weekend to recreate all of Twilight Town. <laughs> this will help get you into university. <laughs> <laughs> Nominee, have you heard of DeVry? <laughs> if you get your heart back, you can go to DeVry. Oh, I... Digipen, that's the one that I meant. Anyway. Uh, that's fine. DeVry, DeVry works, too. That's Demix's old name. Oh. Devrix. It's just a, anyway. it's just an ad for DeVry. Anyway, uh, that's, that's the first part of 358 Days Over 2. Yeah, it was, it was alright. I don't know. There was a lot of fucking ice cream. It's a weird one because what we're watching in the movie is basically <laughs> everything that happens after each day's mission, which for the most part is them going to the top of the clock tower and eating ice cream. Right, yeah. No, I understand this isn't exactly how it's meant to be consumed. Um, no. Uh, like It's so meant to be consumed on a stick <laughs> atop a clock tower. With your friends at the end of a podcast. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do like Days. It's it's definitely, like, on the lower end of Kingdom Hearts for me, but, uh, I think if nothing else, uh, I think it, it has a, it has a good mood to it, which I think is helped a lot by just the general vibe of Twilight Town. Well, and I like Nobody stuff, and I like learning about the Nobodies, for sure, um, because there's interesting things going on there. Although, yeah. like, I, I, I mean, I hope it. I will say this about nobodies: I hope that more of this stuff, uh, when we learn the true nature of all of it, I hope it's more satisfying. You know, and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think if there's anything that we're missing from the game, it's that there's just a lot of little, little funny moments with Roxas talking to the other members here and there, right. The, the Poker League thing is a great example of that. Also, and I can't believe I forgot to mention this, there is a Moogle in a black coat. What? There's a Moogle in a black coat, and it's who you, it's like the store in the, before your missions in the lobby, you talk to a Moogle in a black coat. And it, I think it literally says, my name is not important, Kupo. Oh, wow. Moogle's. <laughs> it also, I think it vaguely implies the reason it's wearing the coat is not because it's a member of the organization, but because it has to traverse the realm of darkness in order to get to their base that, to sell them shit. That checks out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a very lore-friendly Moogle in an organization coat. <laughs> Great. Y you know, uh, yeah. You know, one thought I had is that a lot of the nobodies kind of makes me think of Data in uh, Next Generation. 
Mm. Where Data spends a lot of time being like, I don't have emotions, but then doing things where you're like, well, it sure seems like you have emotions, buddy. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, eventually he gets an emotion chip, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it does feel like the nobodies are doing a similar similar dance as Data. Well, maybe, perhaps it's a fake it till you make it situation. Yeah, I guess that's what Data was doing. If you act like you're really happy, you'll get really, really happy. Yeah, and then you'll get to do, like, a fun musical episode, maybe. Or something. <laughs> Does Data get to do a fun musical episode? I feel like there's one where he's singing and dancing, but I don't know. Oh, that's good. I've only I've only seen maybe like three or four episodes of Next Generation. Oh, it's good. It is good. I do like it. Someday. Someday I'll do a podcast about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> well, we we can't put it off any longer. Nope. It's this is <laughs> I get so somber. It's time for Wish Us Duck, the segment where we try our goddamn earnest best to sound like Donald Duck. Yep. Uh, let me let me give you an awfui. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll rev up. I'll rev up my bill. Okay. 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 That's pretty Here good. We go. Wow, that's pretty good. Okay. Let's. All right. Let me try. I will also need to rev up a little bit. Whoa. Ooh. A little rusty. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> this is great, though. You you got your Discord settings just right, and I can hear all of this now. Yeah, I'm going to try one more time. Yeah. I think I actually was better at it before. Uh, <laughs> one of the most devastating effects of long COVID. <laughs> they don't talk about it enough. <laughs> Not enough people are doing Donald Duck voices and then getting COVID. It's true. Well, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, no. You okay? Note to the listeners, I just cut out me having a Donald Duck-triggered coughing attack. Yeah, maybe we could have taken a week off from the Donald Duck. <laughs> no, 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 Okay, all right. <laughs> it's important. It's important. I mean, I, I think that shows that I'm doing it wrong, though, because I shouldn't, I don't think I should be feeling anything in my throat. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to do some like hardcore training i'll like hook up a sensor to my throat and if it vibrates like a swinging blade will cut me in half or something yeah i'll start hanging weights from the back of my throat (laughs) 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 this is throat jelking Uh, i don't know (laughs) great (laughs) this is this is the secret to doing the donald duck voice is jelking yeah Great. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, that's a real shame. Yeah. Uh, you could find us on noisepace.xyz where you could listen to all kinds of podcasts like LMNOP about elementary. Digimon Ghost Gaze? You can listen to Digimon Ghost Gaze about Digimon Ghost Game. You can listen to. I don't remember when we last recorded, but Pot of Greed has now started Yu Gi Oh! 5Ds, oh. the motorcycles one. I didn't know there was a motorcycles one. That's interesting. <laughs> That's that's the third of like seven Yu-Gi-Ohs. Huh. Okay. 
Here's a fun game for everyone out there. Look up the protagonist of every Yu-Gi-Oh! series over time and just see what their hair does. Are they... It gets real silly real fast. I, I'm gonna do that, I guess. You look at you look at Jaden Yuki from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and you're like, "Well, that's just hair. What happened there?" <laughs> uh, you could find us on co-host at Sounds About Light. You could find us at Twitter at Sounds About Light. Um, maybe once they extend the um, the tweet length to five million words or whatever they're gonna do, they'll also extend the username length to one more than it is right now i mean i hope it just kills the fucking site so i don't go there anymore Ooh, now that would be fun yeah <laughs> they make the tweets so long that the servers get overwhelmed <laughs> i at this point that wouldn't shock me there's there's like novelty accounts just uploading the b-movie script every 30 <laughs> seconds until the website crashes that's a better use for it than what most people do <laughs> A better use for Twitter or a better use for the B-movie script? Both, yeah. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Better use than B-movie was. For sure. Haven't seen it. Oh, really? I've heard that it's really fun to make fun of it. Yeah, it's worth seeing one time. (laughs) Oh, okay. I guess I'll watch B-movie. Yep. Uh, Next time, I will have watched (laughs) B-movie, and we will be talking about Keyblades. Yeah. uh, Keyblade. I'm afraid to do it, but I'll do it anyway, and if if it fucks me up, then nobody will hear it. Keyblade! Sounded great. (laughs) (laughs) The time has arrived. And at long last, we see before us the great collection of hearts. Hearts full of rage, hate... Sadness and bliss. Shining down upon us is the crystallization of all hearts. Kingdom hearts. 